Hey, Jason Rice here, another VOP party. Quick tip. Hey, I want to go over kind of what we've seen happening with the used car retail market, uh, because again, it seems a little bit uh, tilted from what we see maybe on the wholesale end. And I wanted to kind of go over, you know, some of the metrics and headlines and things that we're seeing with our dealerships um, and uh what what's going on out there in the market now i'm going to give you some insights so i'm going to actually share my screen you're going to see a bunch of reports uh and trending metrics and headlines again just to kind of back up you know what we're seeing and feeling in, in the market now again we're dealing with hundreds of dealers all over the country doing thousands of price changes retail price changes with these dealerships and and you know here recently uh, matter of fact you know the wholesale market is increasing so let's go ahead and start let's share some screens here and um share screen right here and i'm gonna go right to this one right here all right so um this is black book okay and you can see wholesale prices actually are trending up now this is a traditional seasonal uptick in wholesale prices and what i mean by that this is we're going into uh tax season so of course you're gonna see wholesale prices go up the thing is wholesale tends to follow retail okay um meaning the reason why wholesale is up because there's been an uptick in retail sales and i'll explain some of that here in a minute but here's a couple things that i want you to keep an eye on for the retail information uh one i'm going to go into our tool lot walk now one of the things that we do do is track national and local listings for our dealerships and on new and used cars now one you can hear this is national new car listings now uh auto trader i can't really go to their site anymore and pull a, a total new car listings uh but year over year we've tracked this for nine plus years they pretty much coincide with each other between auto trader and cars.com but if you look new cars uh, this time last year new cars on cars.com were 482,000, and now there's almost a million like 932 so new cars have doubled in listings now the other thing that's happened with used cars you can see 1.4 million is down to 1.2 million roughly but there's been an 18 percent drop in used car listings on nationally now going back to this black book report just kind of validated this a little bit you can see here used retail listing volume uh 2023 is these gray little dots it's following 2021 now notice 2021 really had a big drop off but 2022 came back and the listings increased and that's what we were talking about last year with dealers when they're uh, saying hey you know there's a shortage of cars well we didn't see that in our metrics year over year uh used car listings were the same now we're seeing a little bit of a drop off but here's the biggest thing if you look at right now the average age of these used cars is uh, uh estimated around 50 days the days to turn now it's starting to drop off a little bit but if you want to compare remember 2001 when there was less used cars listed out there if you notice days to turn in 2001 you go especially july here is one of the lowest around 33 um, and, and that's a far cry. And if you go back to the January, uh, February numbers, you could see how they were sitting out here. And that number 42 is a far cry away from, you know, the 50 that we're at right now. So it's got to, it's starting off and starting off a little bit slower. Um, our cars are starting to sit. And so as cars are starting to sit, there's still huge amount of retail price drops now one of the things i will pull up here i'll go uh let's see with this one here um 
I think I, I see it right here. So look, now I'm, I, I put popular cars, you know, Honda, there's a lot of shortages on new car Hondas. Okay. So you would think used Hondas could hold their value. A 2021 Honda Odyssey with only 33,000 miles, $1,800 price drop just in a month. Okay. Now let's take a peek at this F-150 here. Here's an F-150, a 2020 price was went down $4,700 since January. Okay. Here's a Ford Escape, a 19 Escape with only 21,000 miles, another $1,500 drop in pricing. Here's a Toyota 4Runner. It had a $1,500 drop in pricing in less than a month. Here is a Toyota Camry, a 21 Toyota Camry, 18,000 miles on it, similar kind of like new cars have dropped $1,300. Okay. So you're starting to see, here's another Honda Passport, $4,000 drop since January. Okay. Now all you have to do, how you see this kind of stuff, just go to car gurus. I mean, here's, here's a car gurus, Toyota search. Okay. Check this out. You go to this Prius right here, 25 grand car, and you can say whatever you like about Priuses. But if you notice right here, price decreased $5,900, six grand since January 9th, this car has decreased six grand. Now, now I know that a lot of that could be done due to the Tesla drop. Now you take other cars here. I mean, there's several cars here that you could take and peek at that have the same kind of, of drop in, in value and pricing. Okay. Here's a car, $1,300 drop. Okay. So what we're seeing is retail prices are dropping because a lot of dealers were on these cars from previous um, previous months where they paid a lot of money on it. So let's then talk about the shopper index. And here's another reason why, um, you know, you need to be cautious on your retail pricing. If you look again, this is Google Trends on the shopper activity of people looking for used cars on Google. And we've trended this out for nine plus years. And what and I'm going to show you, I'm going to go back five years even. But if you look year over year, last February, March, on a, on a scale of 100, by this time, end of February last year, on a scale of 100, the shopper index was at 93 and it peaked March 6. So again, I know we got a couple weeks to get to March, but then after that, it drops down into April. So you're talking, you got a 30 day window here before it drops off. Now, if you look comparably where we're at, we're at 75. Okay. So that's a good 20% drop in shopper activity. So even though there's less inventory, there's also less shoppers kind of, kind of even playing field or even lower. And if you really want to take a peek at this, let's look at a five-year pattern. Now, the reason why I want to look at a five-year pattern, again, if I go back to 2018 pre-COVID, the shopper index around this time was at 94. Again, if you compare it, we're at 60 right now. And in 2019, the shopper index around this time was at 100. But notice, again, every year around April, it drops down into the 60s. Back here in April, it dropped down into the 70s drops down into the 60s. <clears throat> and then, of course, we hit COVID here. So the shopper indexes was really low. And every February, March, now in 2021, it was a March uptick. It was a late March uptick because of the tax season was delayed due to COVID, IRS and everything delayed returns. So we had a late tax season. But if you notice, again, by April, it's, all, it's down and it drops all the way down through December. Now, this time last year, if you looked every year, and I can go back 14 years if you really need me to, but if you look, February and March was every year was that uptick in shopper activity and it hit 99 to 100, 95 to 100 shopper index. March 2021, 96. Guess where last March was? 77. So last March was down 
15 to 20% to the previous. So last tax season was pretty crappy and we're already starting lower now than the previous tax season. Okay. Do you get that? And even last year, a lot of insiders were saying it's going to be the best tax season ever. There's a highest of return. People are going to get more money back and we're going to have a boom tax season. And that didn't happen. And we're already lower than last tax season. You throw that in with the mix of not only these price drops you're seeing, you're seeing headlines like this. Walmart warns that shoppers are feeling the squeeze of higher prices. This is a headline from today. Okay. They said the strong sales profits last quarter said times will be tougher this year. Okay. Consumers are going to be uh, pulled back as they feel the squeeze uh, from relentless raising prices of everyday goods. Okay. Now you go even a little bit further down here and they said the similar story at Home Depot, which said their profits would be slimmer this year. Okay. Because again, people are starting to feel the pinch. Home prices. This is where a lot of people might, if if income and, and, and inflation's hitting, people might want to refinance their house uh, to get some money out of it to survive or to pay pay uh, buy a car or pay for things. Now, housing is falling. Plus, you throw in interest rates. Okay, interest rates are higher, and then the values are dropping. So, the the pushback of being able to refinance your house or even buy a house is the the market's decreasing there. Okay. And slowest level since October 2010. Okay, we went through the recession 08, 09, and coming out of it in 10. And you can see we're already in, and, and this is housing going back to then. And then you're going back here to auto loan delinquencies are on the rise. Here's what we do for struggling with payments. So share borrowers who are 60 or, uh, or more days behind on their auto loan payment was 27% higher in December than a year earlier. And even this headline here, where this is Cox talking about that same thing, but new car, okay, new vehicle affordability touches a yearly low for the month of December. New research indicates auto loan rates surged 20, 20 year high, uh, final months of 2022, average of 49.5. The medium uh, consumer needs to spend 80% of their wages just to buy a new car. So if new car prices are going up, um, and they can't afford it, guess what happens? And we're already seeing it. Again, new car inventory has doubled already, okay? Rebates and incentives are gonna come up to drop this down so people can afford more new cars, okay? And guess what happens when new car inventory upticks, okay? New car inventory upticks, then the trades start coming in, all right? So I am going to stop sharing my screen. So those, again, are just some of the trending metrics. If you see where shopper index is already, you know, 10, 15, 20% below last year, last year was 15, 20% below the previous year, we got higher interest rates. And here's what's happening on retail sales too. Cause I, I just, uh, I was just, uh, part of two vehicle acquisitions. I co-signed for my son and we just bought my wife a car. Now, the car, my wife, we bought for my wife had a $9,000 drop since November. $9,000 drop, okay? 20% drop in pr retail pricing. So guess what? We went ahead and grabbed it. Even though my wife's lease isn't up until June, okay, that we're not going to turn in. We have two car payments on her right now because uh, I went ahead and purchased it because, uh, one, she wanted something new and we're, we're going to do something on her lease possibly on the side. But the one, my fear was, one, I've seen the price drop nine grand, but two, interest rates are continuing to go up. OK, and so with the um, Fed raising rates, if I wait another 
five, six months, my interest rate might be higher. I might be able to save another grand or two as these prices drop by then. Um, but I might be paying in an interest rate. So we went ahead and pulled the trigger as a nice certified service at the dealership, one owner type vehicle. So here's the other thing. The reason why I think there's shortages of used cars right now, it's not so much, yeah, there was, they built less over the last three years. Okay. But we still retailed 13 million used cars or new cars last month, or we, we, they sold 13 million new cars and 15 million the previous year. So those numbers are still pretty high. Now, if you compare it to the 17 million peak, but our 13 and 15 million uh, new cars being sold over the last few years is the same as like 11 and 12 as we came out of that recession. So um, here's a couple of reasons why I think um, the used car is uh, inventory is a little bit low right now. One, the wholesale, the lane's still running at about a 51% no sale rate. Okay. 51%. Um, and here, let me in here to validate that. I'm going to go back to share my screen over here. I forgot to share that. Um, let's go back into this market insight here. Uh, right here. Estimated average weekly sale rate was 49% last week. Okay. So, if cars are not being wholesaled because they have the floor still, right? The, the, the banks and everything, you know, these delinquencies and stuff that, you know, people are getting behind on their vehicles. You know, I'm hearing from dealers that they have customers who actually buy a car and then um, they're buying a cheap car and then they're letting their uh, their letting the other car get repoed. So they can't trade in the car they bought because they're too buried in them. And so they're um, just buying a second car and then letting the other one go. And by the time they need a new car payment, hopefully their credit will be reestablished. But anyways, used car retail prices are still very low. So as you're at the lane paying top money for it, the only way you're going to be able to get top money for it on the retail end is wait for these cars that are getting price dropped. Okay. Wait until those cars are gone. But remember, we only have about a 30 to 45 day window here between now and about mid-April. In mid-April, the activity starts dropping off another 20, 25 percent after the tax season bubble hits. Um, you know, so that car you're buying today will be 45, 50 days old in June. And guess what? You become the age car and now you're dropping your price. OK, so there's this false inflation of wholesale values. It's not false. It's true. Right. Wholesale values going up. But dealers are dumping all these aged cars and they're going back and trying to buy some. But yet there's still a 51 percent no sale rate. So let's wait for those cars. to hit. Here's another reason where there's a shortage of cars. Going back to my wife's lease, it's a Volvo. Now, I can't turn her lease in. I typically could trade it in somewhere and I could have traded it in and probably made a little money, broke even on my trade in value. Um, but they won't let me trade it in unless I bought a new Volvo or a certified Volvo. I can't even sell it to the Volvo dealer and say, here, you know what? Would you just take it and buy it from me? I can't even do that. It has to be traded or, or I could buy it. Again, that's an option. I could buy the car and then I could do whatever I want with it at that point in time. I'll have to pay taxes, get the title, and then I can maybe resell it and make some money off of it, right? So that's a possibility for us. But the only way I could get rid of my wife's car was to either go buy a new Volvo or certified Volvo. Now think about the people that are, are being pinched with interest rates and, and higher payments at Walmart costs and everything else. They're going, hey, I can't afford a new Volvo. I lease them one, even a certified's too high. I'm just going to have to wait until this lease is up, turn it in, and then get something. So my wife's car has to sit till June, and then we could give them the keys. And I don't understand why they don't want the keys right now, but that's the only option I have. Buy it 
or or wait till June and give them the keys. Okay, because I already I already placed replaced her car. All right, so I think there's a lot. You know, you get in that July July August summer sales events, the summer leasing. There's a lot of cars on these lease returns that are waiting to come back into the market that they can't come back into the market yet too. So that's going to be an influx. So yes. Tax season is going to bring more shoppers to your lot. There's a, seems like an urgency, a, a percentage sold. A lot of our dealerships, the amount of inventory they're selling, they'll carry 100, selling 120. Um, and I think it's, again, they have, they have less inventory and there is a market out there and they're buying them. But it's also due to the, a lot of times they're dropping these prices. So keep an eye on that. Just because wholesale's high, it's high because, again, over the last month, dealers have been blowing out these aged cars or trying to replace them. And it's driving up with, especially these no sales, it's driving up. Up the values wait till the no sales hit then see if wholesale is still higher or not and okay so once this floods out or pans out and i think by may or june you're going to see the bottom of the market start hitting on these used cars by the time uh the dealers get through april and a breather and then realize may is pretty bad if it may be bad because i think anybody coming to the market there is a pent-up demand but they're coming in on new cars probably with good incentives better interest rates they're going to trade in their car that they've been keeping a little bit too long and finally get that new car uh, because new car inventory is there rebates a hit uh, that's our insight. This one's a little bit longer. Uh, if you'd like to see how LotPop can help you stay ahead of this, both with inventory and leads all together in one system, uh, be able to manage leads based on situations on your lot, not just by managing the age of lead, go LotPop.com, get a demo. Uh, hope this was helpful. Talk to you next week.